Hello and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Shin C and welcome to 2018. I like how that was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it now. You've yeah. discovered the copy and paste function. There. <laughs> uh, hello, my name's uh, Dan Offen, and I'm an unacclaimed comedian and writer. Oh, that's not true. I'm a somewhat. You're somewhat acclaimed. <laughs> somewhat acclaimed. Um, as a writer, wow. That, I'm sorry about that, listeners. Uh, our guest just sat at the bottom of the table. Um, really sorry about that. Like, uh, we'll try not to do that again. <laughs> oh, uh, hello. Uh, my name's um, Harren X. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Book. Book. Oh, oh, it's a chicken. <laughs> jeep, 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 chicken, jeep, jeep. That was you. You prefaced that before the podcast started, saying that you had something to eat. <laughs> and it's nice to see that you prove yourself what uh, right. Man, to my oh life. yeah, no, that, what, uh, yeah, good, good one, good sorry, one. Tommy Wiseau suddenly came in the. In the oh, room. that's what that was a reference <laughs> yeah, to. That was what that was a reference to. Good. Okay. All right. Um, are we ha- who's the guest who we have also in the room today? Hello, I'm Hamish. Hamish. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, what do you do, Hamish? Hamish, looking out uh, water treatment plant. I oh, really was real role there. Uh, I look after the reverse osmosis uh, machine, um, but it's not as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> well, wait, okay, right. There's a reverse osmosis machine. Okay, I mean, like, I don't know. I I could be in the mood for hearing a little bit more about how uh, our water gets treated these days. That's my favourite Wong Kar Wai film. <laughs> what, what, the... Uh... In the mood for hearing about how our water gets treated. <laughs> yeah, was... how long is that film? <laughs> it's very short. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. It's about um... a businessman uh, who falls in love with a water treatment plant. <laughs> It's, um, he's look, already married. Looks gorgeous though. That yeah, Christopher Doyle really nice. cinematography of like the water treatment. That's great. But no, like, like how accurate was that film, Hamish? Um, I, well, I found it. I found it very, uh, very offensive. Whoa, really? To be honest, um, I mean, kind of just portray, portrayed the uh, the water treatment plant as being sort of a very. Uh, only interested in in love, but it's a very sexual being. A water treatment plant, very sexual. Okay, I'm not sure if I feel comfortable about that sort of emotion going into water, the water yeah. that I drink. Yeah, fluids, just fluids in general, really. Yeah, what what part of the water treatment plant is a sexual being? Is it the part that the untreated water part? The pipes. It's always the pipes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, you feel enough. strongly about this? I don't know if I'm. Comfortable with people feeling sexy about fl- about yeah. No, it's the patriarchy. That's what's going on there. Okay, yeah. you're, gonna have to explain you're scared the of the water treatment plant's sexuality. 
Wait, hold on a second. Reduce it second. to nothing more than a eunuch. Nah, Hamish, Hamish, I'm an open-minded person, you know? This is a very progressive po- uh, podcast. I'd say I'm a pretty progressive guy, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'm a, you know, don't know if you know about Sex this, and yeah. the City treatment plant did great things in the late 90s, early 2000s to change people's minds and open open their eyes. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember that show. To the sexual power. Who was in that? Who was in that show? Uh, it was an HBO show, wasn't it? Uh, Sex and the City. Paul Bettany. Sorry, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yep. Paul Bettany. You, you look like Paul Bettany. You do look all like Paul Bettany in a kind of upper class sociopathic kind of way. <laughs> That's Paul Bettany, isn't it? That's, you've just described Paul Bettany effectively. Aye. Oh yeah. Sorry. Aye. More water. More water for, the, for our guests here. Um, look, we're gonna get more into like uh, your your profession um, we're very glad that you could join us for the first new episode of 2018 yeah that's right 2018 <laughs> see Amazing. it's all new it's all new right um, what better way to kick off this year than a book about uh, imperialism and racism um, I'm talking about of course Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad or as he um, he was born, Joseph uh, Theodore Konrad uh, Koreniowski. Uh, a, uh, he's a beloved writer, uh, and he's often described as a, an English writer, but actually he was Polish, and English was his uh, like his fourth language. Um, I don't know how we... Coming f- over here, writing um, our books. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, back in those days, everybody was coming over everywhere. Uh, like he was... <laughs> Especially the water treatment. Yeah. Well, no, no, well... Like, <laughs> they didn't have water treatment back then. Well, That's the end probably of Ghostbusters the 1, if you've seen that, when the Marshmallow Man explodes. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other... Um, the city. First. Oh, you see, had a little speech Oh, no, I'm having flashbacks here. It's all <laughs> over the place. You're right there. You're right there. Aye. Do you get a bit excited when you drink water, Hamish? Uh, can you lie? Aye. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping. You, I mean, a lot of people they say they don't like to mix business with pleasure, but it seems to me that you do a little bit of both. Oh, you only live once, like. Right. Yeah, right. I don't know what the fuck that accent was just then. But... <laughs> when when did you dis- when did you discover that you had a sort of a I guess excitement or proclivity towards um, water treatment? Oh no! Well, it's not really that I had uh, feelings myself. It's it's more uh, just having seen it uh, in action, really. So, so you had uh, an awakening right there when you first start your first day. You just saw it all in action, and something deep within you awakened. It's kind of like a Pavlovian trigger. Okay, Pavlovian. So that suggests that you were conditioned to <laughs> be aroused by it by something in your past. No, it's just just you see somebody something perform. Yeah, uh, over and over again. Right, so awake- you, you you develop a, a kind of respect for it, for it. <laughs> respect. You use the word respect there. Respect and uh, fascination. Right. Not. S- Aye. Arousal. Uh, eventually, uh, it always leads. So, uh, always goes along that so path. Wait, anyway. no, wait, wait. So, like, a, a respect. That's just the end point for any kind of uh, passion or or hobby. Okay, so like, break it down. The different stages of sexual attraction. Then it starts off. So the first stage yeah. is you apply for a job at the water <laughs> treatment plant, right? Right, right. Yeah. Is that in every? Is that in your experience, or what you believe in everyone's experience? 
I think I think he's I think he's become like well, there's something well, universal in this story. He's a, Hamish is a bit of an everyman, I think, um, in telling this tale of uh, his uh, his sexual awakening. Not like very good think. cinema. No, probably not. Not very good. Not very good cinema. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally not arousing that place. But um, look, um, I think your your story, like, uh, I think we can take from your example if you just break it down. Your uh, your different stages of like your love affair with your water treatment plant. I haven't fallen in love with the water treatment plant. I'm saying the water treatment plants are very sexual. Being I've seen it in action time and time again, okay. and over time I just become fascinated engrossed and eventually aroused by it but I'm not in a relationship the water treatment plant right, 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 doesn't right. need no man alright mm. you can only really ever be friends of benefits with a water treatment plant that's true, water, that's true. yeah water treatment plant very uh, very sexually adventurous many sexual partners clean water <laughs> yeah no I, I've only ever really wanted one thing out of my sexual or my, my sexual treatment plant that's a totally different thing water treatment plant I've only ever wanted one thing from and that's Drinkable water. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's good to know that they have a, a life beyond that, though. And I got the feeling, though, I got the feeling that you you doth protest too much. You've been working from a distance. You had a respectful relationship with your uh, water treatment plant, which gradually turned. One day, you were you just woke up and suddenly like, wow, you you noticed something about the water treatment plant. The water treatment plant's not interested in a relationship with me. I just find it sexy. I, I think I think that those feelings have grown over time, though. Seems to me that you might be in the I can't say I'm comfortable with this. That's okay. Well, I'll, I'll probe a bit deeper later. Um, like, let's get back to the book, shall we? Um, well, I'll get to the book. Let's, well, yes, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I haven't started really talking about this book. I was going to ask you. I always do this preamble for everybody. Uh, like, this is a famous book. It's massively influential on the mm. literature um, and has inspired uh, movies um, such as Apocalypse Now and um, also Francis Ford Coppola's Making of. Hearts of Darkness, same title really, but um, not actually an adaptation of the book. What did you guys think about this book um, coming in? Um, I'd not read it before I read it, yeah. uh, so coming into it, I, I was worried that I wouldn't enjoy it as much as I hoped. Did you have it built up in your head? I had it built up in mind, I, kind of, I decided that if I were to not enjoy the book... I would be outcast from literary society. Right, 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 right. Because right. all my friends have enjoyed the book. How? Who, which ones? Which ones? Want to name all my friends that have enjoyed the yeah, book? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Lavender, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul Climes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. James Hamilton. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. Not that James Hamilton. Right, the other one. No relation. No. Yeah, uh, okay. Chris Cunningham. Uh, <laughs> Harry Harry Limes. Harry Limes. Ha- Harry Harry Limes. Plural, yeah, Harry Harry Limes. Okay, okay. And, and those all, are all my friends. They'd all enjoyed it. And they would make you feel bad about not having... Yeah, they have a club every Tuesday called the uh, Hearts, but it's like those hand hearts. Uh, <coughs> and they just talk about the book. That seems very exclusionary. And I thought I wouldn't be allowed in if I'd not enjoyed it. Okay, all right. If you hadn't enjoyed it. Right, yeah. So they all love this book. They all love this book, yeah. All right, okay. Well, I mean, that's cool. Just get better friends, man. That's true. Maybe I will. It's difficult, though, in a modern world, because there's no friendship apps, are there? Bumble? Friendster? 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 Are people yeah. still doing... Isn't that where you download friends illegally, though? Friendster. friends. Download friends illegally. Yeah. Download yeah. your friends. Yeah, download yeah, Black friends. Mirror <laughs> episode. That, is that a Black Mirror episode? I'm not sure. I, if, Possibly. It could be a good one, yeah. Sounds like Black Mirror if 
Black Mirror is written by my dad, though. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Did your dad write Black Mirror? Is your dad Sometimes. Charlie Brooker? He tried. He tried to write a script for uh, uh, Black Mirror. It was rejected. They just released the, the fourth season, haven't they? They have, they have. Uh, my dad Aye. thought... I, 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 I place... I, I mean, like... I don't know what he expected to achieve. He's a man who just uses his computer one thing only, and that's playing solitaire. So the script that's was very... That's a Black script in of itself. Uh, well, that's the thing. The, the, the script was very solitaire heavy. Uh, what if they put solitaire on computers? That's my Black Mirror script. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, what would that impact be? Because like, the solitaire, as always with Black Mirror, the solitaire works fine. It's the humans that are faulty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if right. they put hearts on computers? You ever played oh, Hearts? As in Hearts of Darkness. Hearts of Darkness. Hearts is my my favourite computer-based card game. That's actually what this... Well, to return to the book, that's actually what this book is about. Like, um, It's about... You like, say you return to the book, um, but you, um, you mentioned Black Mirror there. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I've actually... I've, I've been in as a consultant on uh, one of the scripts for uh, the, oh, fifth, the fifth season. The fifth sort of, season? Yeah, yeah. I, but, but I was um, creative executive. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Wait, a hold a that is a very like. You know, how did this happen? You've gone from like a man who was who clearly loved working at water treatment plant to being a script. Oh, well, I was a, I was a consultant, but um, I told my friends I was an executive. I forget I lie so often. What's the, what's the script about? The script. The script. Um, um, I mean, it was it's quite very abstract. Um, uh, it was about a robot. Falls in love with a nitric acid plant. Uh, and based, um, Semi autobiographical. Uh, how you mean? How you mean? <coughs> Saying <coughs> nitric treatment plant, water treatment plant, robot. I said, I said nitric acid. Oh, nitric acid plant. Sorry, yeah. Body. Sorry, I made why, why would there be nitric acid treatment plants? A nitric acid production plant. Right, right. Fair enough. Slip. I don't know where I got the word th- treatment from. No, it's yeah. from but it's a person that works in close proximity <laughs> to liquids. In a sort of like... In a way, we all work in close Well, you can, you can always... Very true. Very true. You can always... You can link all kinds of shade together if you're going to look at it that way. <laughs> that's true. I, that's, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. why do they choose you to be a consultant on it? Yeah, and why did they reject my dad? If, if, if I, I feel that my dad should have been hired if you got the job to be on the s- season five. Like anyone you know, I just you know sent a few a few dozen scripts in. Um, you know, they, they, weren't, they weren't all the same. They weren't. They weren't all the same. You know, there were. Um, there was an. There was a script I wrote, and it was about it was about a dingo mm-hmm. that um, fell in love with a Coca Cola production plant. <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, what, any other thing, bro? <laughs> uh, what was that? Yes. Yeah. I've always, I've had a, I've always had a bit of zest for, um, for uh, right, you know, creative writing. What, you know, what was that? Screenplay. How what many was, scripts um, did you send in in total? Uh, for, for 40, 47, 47. <laughs> so, so were they all just the same script with you having control F'd and replaced? Uh, various words for other words. No, because they, they were different characters in each, so in each one. So X falls in love with completely different play, Completely, completely different let me, let me, let me, let me, Okay, like, was there... Is it is it the same structure, though, every time? X falls in love with an X... Treatment plan. Treatment plan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's, it's, it's about conflict, you know. There's conflict right. between... You know, there's all, like in any story, there's there's conflict conflict between the world and you have a, and there's, and there's, there's two people that are in love. 
Right. One of them is one of them's like this hipster vapor guy, and the other is a cigarette cigarette factory. <laughs> I mean, and people want to become between their love. You know, I've got an idea for one. A man mm-hmm. falls in love with a woman treatment plant. <laughs> Wait, it's a treatment plant for women. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Okay. What's Um, the water? What's the woman treatment plant going on? It treats... (laughs) It's like a hospital, but for only women. Does it have tanks? Does it it have storage tanks? Yeah. There's a process. For the women. They're they're known more as wards. Fuck me. I don't know if you could really, if you should really refer to like the gynecology department as woman treatment plants. <laughs> Seems a bit wrong, really. I don't know. Um, but oh, yeah, well, only wrong because you don't understand it. <laughs> Might be beautiful <laughs> to someone else. Yeah, don't hate what you don't understand. That's, that's, that's what the core of this book is. Mm. I think. I think so. Yeah. Thank you for bringing. You want to slag off? You want to slag off the woman treatment plan? But you've not actually been there and actually seen. The, the different, uh, the, the pump wells. Yeah, the actual beauty, the aesthetics of the pump wells. The pump and wells? The, the chlorination stages. Yeah. Of the <laughs> woman treatment. <laughs> the coagulation <laughs> or the flocculation tanks. Wow, okay. That's that, that seen nothing, son. That sounded very, like, you, you sound like... Very, very close-minded. I, I, I again... I, I speak from a, a position of ignorance, I admit that. I don't know that much about treatment to keep an eye on you, son. But, like, um... I don't know about woman treatment plants. It just sounds a bit wrong to you me. You are close-minded, unlike the employees at the woman treatment plant who are clothes-minded. <laughs> okay, all right. Look, yeah, I am fairly close-minded, but that's all part of like my my deal. Like, uh, you know, I'm a funky guy. Hashtag funky guy life, right? That's one of the tenets of the funky guy life. <laughs> close-mindedness. Close-mindedness. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. You know, like it's been, it's 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 just something that I've just chosen. The Maybe rules I've applied. To I've my got life. a story for you, Chin. What? A funky guy Ooh. falls in love with a succulent treatment plant. Ooh, okay, okay. That's, I, you know what? That sounds like a classic black. That has the makings of a classic Black Mirror episode. Yeah, right there. What's the guy? What's the funky guy's name? Harry Hill. Okay. <laughs> Who's he played by? Uh, Paul Left Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins in a Black Mirror episode playing yeah. a funky guy? Oh, sign me up. I, you know, maybe I should write to Sign you up to what? The, the Black Mirror episode. As in, I will watch it. <laughs> As in, sign me up to Netflix. Sign me up to Netflix. I don't have my subscription source that yet. Sign me up for a Netflix subscription. I'm there. I'm there. Fair uh, let's get back to Heart of Darkness, though. Um, I want to I pick up something interesting to me, right? Um, do we think this is a racist book? Aye. Ooh, okay. Going in there softly. <laughs> but you want to talk... Why do you think this is a racist book? It was written by a guy who lived in a culture. In a culture. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you say that word. Yeah, no, no. You, I, we, got, we got the uh, the yeah, extra yeah, R's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the way you say culture. In a culture. I like the way you say culture. In a culture. Okay, yeah. Sounds in like a culture. Difference. That looked down on people from Africa. That's true. And the fact that he gets referred to as Africa, you know, mm. like barely any mentions of individual countries. It's a continent, isn't it? Mm. I'd be like saying like Australia. Or well, the continent is the it's, continent. It's, yeah. it's Oceania, though, isn't it? Um, Oceania, Australia, Australia is a country, a region. So you're wrong. Ah, okay. <laughs> is Australia the only 
country that's a, a full, full-fledged continent. Oceania. On Oceania. Huh? Yeah. Like Australasia. 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 It used to be called Australasia, yeah. and now it's called Oceania, Oceania and yeah. that is a continent. Australasia is what it's known as Risk. Yeah. It's very easy to hold. When I used to play Risk Online, everyone just used to race for Australia. I always used to go for the, the best one to go for is both the Americas, because you can hold those only three points in. Huh. If you I've get those, you always win. Never played Risk, unfortunately. You've never played Risk? No. Not part of the Funky Guy Life, I'm sorry. <laughs> what uh, games are part of the Funky Guy Life? Snakes and Ladders. Snakes and Ladders. Yeah. So, games of pure chance? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I've made... I, it, like, funky Guys are ignorant chances. That's uh, that's basically... If I had to sum up the Funky Guy Life, hashtag Funky Guy Life. Mm-hmm. Once, chances and ignorance. Once when I was a kid, I played my friend... What's his name? Jeremy. Uh, I, uh, he's a real person. Um, not James but, Hamilton. Not I, thought, James I was Hamilton. hoping this would be a classic James Hamilton anecdote. I've not seen him in years, but okay, uh, okay. I played Jeremy at Snakes and Adders and I won, and he was all like a UK chess champion. Whoa. And I was gloating about how I won Snakes and Adders. <laughs> and his dad was like, why don't you guys play at chess? And I was like, no, I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> how about compromise? Play chess, but on the Snakes and Adders board. Exactly. Yeah, that could be quite yeah. interesting. That would be really interesting. So every good. time you landed on the snake, you'd have to go right all the way back down. Then you'd just never move your pieces to the snake. Yeah, well, mm. sometimes you have It'd be to. a good way to, if you could use your bishop to move it onto a snake, then you could go straight. Yes, that could be exactly. Or use the ladders, right? And you could imagine move getting checkmate with a ladder. Oh, interesting. That's the great thing about chess is that like you can win a game without actually winning the game. I always loved that. Is you just have to say like, yeah, checkmate, right? <laughs> work it out yourself, you dummy. You've yeah. lost. I love that. The onus is on the loser to work out that they've been defeated. That is interesting. Mm. Sometimes when I'm at work, I like to play uh, water polo. Uh, other people won't call it water polo, but um, what game. What, 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 what? Okay. What do you call it? Yeah. He calls it water. I call it. What do other call people it? call it? I've not let anyone. I don't know. Really. <laughs> what? What does your the security guard knows 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 what is? But it's between me and him, you know. What? What does the game of you water? You can't just polo? dangle that story and not <laughs> tell us anymore. What does the game of water? I think we need to get back to this. this Wait, no, 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 I'm like, interested in what the game yeah. of water polo involves. You're, you're 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 being a deliberate tease. I is feel. it pouring polos into the water? You know, a, a water treatment plant never tells, you know. Well, okay, the water treatment plant never tells because it's a water treatment plant that doesn't have to get And I'm not going to kiss and tell, okay? <laughs> so you have had your way with the water treatment plant. Well, it seems to me like you've been judging me. I'm not judging you at all. Even though I am a closed-minded funky guy, I will not judge you at all. How can you be a closed-minded funky guy, by the way? Because that's one of the tents of funky guys. That don't sound very funky to be, to be closed-minded. What use of funky are you using? Funky means like you know. Fun key key opens. Yeah, that's a fun key yeah, open. Yeah, there's a brand of key called yeah. Fun Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using like funky. Uh, there's, there's some crisps in in, in America called Funyuns. Yeah, uh, that's true. They're like they're, they're not that fun. They're like fun charged fun. atoms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. A comedian called Ron Funches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you're, you're you're focusing too much on the fun aspect of funky guys. And like you're not probably thinking key. like funky as in James Brown. No, that's not what the funky guys are about. We, we just smell. Okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. We just, just smell. Smelly guys. We didn't want to call ourselves the smelly boys. Funky guys sounds much better. <laughs> smelly boys just nobody wants to be a smelly boy. That's no. a shit hashtag. Hashtag smelly boys life. Nah, funky guy life. Branding, branding. Okay. It's all about branding. But look, 
getting back to your watercolor story. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> I, I need to, I need closure in this water water polo anecdote. Like, I don't. You'll get what, nothing unlike it, son. All right. It sounds like a euphemism for sex with the water treatment plant. I ain't going into details. It but doesn't really, does it? Well, well, Polo's no. got a whole. Come on, he's been very basic about it. Yeah. He if says, like, "I call." If you're ever lucky enough to come play water polo with me, you'll have a newfound respect for pumps. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> let's let's get back to the book. I I, I don't think we've actually like. Held any sort of like it's a um, racist book. Well, that's well, I think it's not racist. No, 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 I okay. think it's not racist. You don't think it's racist? Well, no. I was going to say, yeah. Aaron, Aaron, you and I are yeah. sort of like products of like um, colonialism. <coughs> Sorry, you, you're right there. You want whoop, glass of water? You want glass of water, Hamish? Hey, yeah. There yeah. we go. There we go. A terrible um, cold right now. You know, I saw the other, the other day. I uh, I saw uh, the lead singer of Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose. Yeah. He had a terrible cold. I could see it in his face. He was about to sneeze, sneeze. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Let's talk about colonialism. Yeah, that's a good little segue. That was a good segue because I was about to get heavy there for a second. Sorry about that. I wasn't crowbarring a joke that I fought on the way from Mornington Crescent Station or anything like that. I'm glad. I'm glad we we squeezed in the Axel Rose joke. But yeah, like from our point of view, like like a. As the products of uh, colonialism, yeah. both of us, um, I, I don't know, maybe, like, I, I definitely see what, like, um, uh, the writer Chinua Achebe says when he says it's a book that is uh, informed by uh, a broad stereotypical view of Africa. Mm. Uh, the Africans themselves are not the important players in this book. It's all about two white men who are just basically obsessed with like uh, each other and exerting their dominance over the savage land. Mm-hmm. So that's the narrative we're going yeah. for. Like, um, Yeah, I, I'm fairly against that narrative. Like, The idea is that Africa was some sort of uncivilised, and then people mm. from the West come in and civilise mm. the place. But as we know, the Congo, I think that's where they're in, mm-hmm. they, have, they had lots of infrastructure and industry. Um, they made Umbongo. <laughs> Yes, they um, do. They have like music. They don't there. make umbongo, they just drink umbongo. They just drink it in the jungle. <laughs> they drink it in the Congo. Yeah, yeah. but they make it there they as well. It. They make it there, it's not very protective. They do make yeah, it. The monk yeah. took some apricots, yeah. a melon, and a mango. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, they don't even need human. They've automated uh, it with monkeys. Yeah. And then they've got um, music, um, Michael Viner's incredible umbongo band. Is that what they're called? The incredible umbongo <laughs> band? I think so, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I can't shake the feeling that um, Heart of Darkness is informed by a very sort of basic reading of Africa and a very, like, that none of the... You don't have an, an African character, a Congolese character mm-hmm. in this book which is given any sort of depth or given any sort of, like, lines other than Mr. Kurtz, he dead. Yeah. It does it outline such a, a, a dehumanising view of human nature. Hmm. This view of uh, Africans... And uh, I, all the uh, reduce reducing them to just cartoons of human beings. Right, right, right. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, something can be very complex and beautiful, and you just people just look at it like nothing more than a series of pumps and tanks and stuff. Okay, I see tanks. what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, you don't want to be defined by something that like um. Uh, the, uh, well, there's more than meets the eye. Okay, all right, uh, all right. Okay, but okay. So you think. We, are we agreed then? Do we have a sort of like uh, agreement then that this is a book that has not aged well and is just a little bit racist nowadays? 
Yeah, a little bit. But I think you can take stuff as being a satire. Not a satire, but a a critique of colonialism. Okay. I mean, yeah, no, no, maybe no, no. it's a colonial book, but you can also say that maybe it depicts colonialism because it's a horrific book. Mm. I think both the characters are to a degree horrific. Yep. What do you all reckon that you are the Colonel Kurtz of? What I am the Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, of. if you were Colonel Kurtz, what would you be the Colonel Kurtz of? God, are we talking about like country or just like a the role? in your life as it is? Yeah. How are you Colonel Kurtzing it up? Hmm. <laughs> but what do you mean by Colonel Kurtzing it up? Like I'm the Colonel Kurtz of Who would have the to, company okay. that I work for. Why? In that I have gone mad. Okay. <laughs> Right. Are you worshipped as a god in your company as well? No. Okay, so you're not Colonel Kurtz. Immediately your analogy oh. fell down. Yeah. The only way you're Colonel Kurtz is because you just said that you were like arbitrarily yeah, calling yourself Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, I'm It's true. Okay, I'm the Colonel I- Kurtz of my Counter-Strike clan <laughs> when I was 13. I don't know why I used to have a Warcraft 3 clan. I was the king of it. Wait. And there were 90 members. Okay, okay. And you were worshipped as a god? Uh... Well, I mean, they were in my clan. Okay. Well, any, at any point... We had somebody, a website. <laughs> at any point, did anybody have to, like, come, like, rescue you? And, like, to get you off and make you realise that you've gone native and gone a bit mad. Mm. And, like, suddenly... And, and then uh, upon the realisation of, like, how far, far you've fallen, did you deactivate your account while saying, the horror, the horror? I mean, I myself came to rec- rescue myself. Okay. And then I deactivated my account when Dawn of War got released. Okay. And I wanted to play Dawn of War instead, which is a game about space marines. I mean, there's a lot of... Le- <laughs> I had to jump through a lot of hoops to get there, but fair enough, you were the Colonel Kurtz of your Counter-Strike. I jumped through a lot of hoops and I play water polo. So you were the Colonel Kurtz of your water polo team? Uh, it's not really a team, really. It's just me. It's just me and the me and the tank. Right. Are you the cut? Right, yeah, are you Colonel cutting it up? Are you cutting yeah. it up there? Uh, I, I'm, I'm everything. I'm like a blob. Yeah, I think it's been certainly established <laughs> like, that like um, there's a little bit of everything. Like um, that's the problem when you've got when you see sentient objects everywhere you go, Hamish. I guess um, reality is kind of a multiple choice test, isn't it? Um, but. Uh, Aaron, you you curse it up ever? Yeah, I'm the kind of curse of um, Richard Dawkins. Right, wow. so just Richard, Richard Dawkins. He sees you as a god. Yeah, he sees me as a god. So who rescued you from that? Huh? Who re- who had to rescue you from that then? Um, Omar as is. <laughs> he was on Sam Harris's um, podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that gives you a Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I like, like, yeah. But, uh, when, when do I, when oh, do I have my dinner? When Omar has this? I think. I think Dan, your <laughs> attempt to make Colonel Kurtzing a thing, <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, it's it's not going to happen. No. It's too mad. It's too mad. It's too mad. It's too niche as well. I don't think. I don't think anybody wants to curtsy up. Really, I'd love it if people that if it took if it like really took on but I think the world would be really messed up if it became a if it was an urban dictionary as a regular thing that I'd, happened I'd like it if it was a yeah a mean girl style phrase that the mean girls would say I'm curtsing she's it really curtsing it she's curtsing it up yeah yeah I'd love it too if it, if it, if it happened but I don't think it's going to happen it's too specialist Lindsay Lohan was the Colonel Kurtz of that film Okay, you're gonna. Have to, I don't think no, she, no, was. she wasn't. She, wasn't. she was the other one. She really wasn't. Yeah. She was the other one. Like, if anything, it was uh, the actress whose name I can't remember. Rachel something. Yes, she was the Colonel Kurtz of that movie. I think every film has, has its own Colonel Kurtz and another one. 
What's the other one's called? Marlowe. Marlowe. Every film's got a Kurtz and a Marlowe. Kurtz and a Marlowe. So... Uh, it's but, but the opposite, because Lindsay Lohan comes away from Africa to America. In yeah, that's that, true. In so, that, like, so. Greece, the Colonel Kurtz of Greece is Danny, and Sandy is the Marlowe. Because she went over to rescue him, because he's become... She rescued him from... Oh no, he's the she's the Kurtz, <laughs> Again, and he's the Marlowe. I don't know if this <laughs> is going to happen. Because she rescues Dan. him from her goody two shoes ways and makes her a cool funky guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that Danny from Greece is not a funky guy. I'm going to say right now, he does not abide by the tenets of the funky guy life. In right Titanic, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is the uh, the Marlowe because he's on the boat, right? The Kurtz, but they're all in the boat. No, but the, the boat's a metaphor. <laughs> well, they're literally in a boat in Heart of Darkness. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of metaphorical elements within the book. Look, I, I don't know if this Kurtz Marlowe like, paradigm is going to like hold water. It's a new Friends analogy. Everyone goes, oh, you're the Joey. Yeah. Who's the Kurtz? Who's the Kurtz? <laughs> Who's the Kurtz? Ah, oh, you're, you're such a Kurtz. You're such Every a Kurtz. Every relationship has a Kurtz and a Marlowe in it. Mm. I guess so. I guess you want to you want to be more known as the Marlowe than the Kurtz, though, in the relationship. The Kurtz is the dominant one, though. Is he, though? Mm, he's got a hand. He dies like a little use. bee by the end of it. You know? Kurt, Courtney Love, I think she used the Kurtz of that. Yeah, I reckon shit. Courtney Love was the Kurtz. Yeah. And Kurt Cobain was the. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Kurt Cobain, good. good. That's one thing we came up with. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um. Look, I, I, Bowie. Yes. The Kurtz. Brian Eno. It's the Marlowe. Ah, because Eno went out to Berlin. And yeah. Berlin is the Congo. Okay. See, that might actually that, work. That one actually that works. That actually works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Bur- and Barry was a bit mad. You had to throw so many examples until you found <laughs> something. I got one. You got one. You got one. Okay, that might just happen then. Hey, if you've got any <laughs> I, I, any suggestions of who... Are you the Kurtz in your group of friends or are you a Marlo? When you write into us at fakinglikepodcast at gmail.com, um, preface it, subject title, I'm a total Kurtz or I'm a major Marlo. Um, yeah, yeah, write into us. See if this happens. See if this happens. Guys, I think we're coming up to the end of our conversation about Heart of Darkness. We've really, really not talked that much about a book that is tiny. Tiny 160-page book. I haven't even mentioned when it was written. I not really talked about, like, um, Conrad. I, we haven't mentioned whether it's racist or not, though. I guess I want to ask you now, was this a good book? Harren, what's your opinion on this book? Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I think I read the wrong book. Why? Well, what did you uh, read I read the book um, Darth of Harkness where and what's was, that about? It's about a kind of dystopian future where there's, there's like a paucity of Harkness around what's Harkness? Uh, yeah, you can, you're talking about the footballer uh, Steve Harkness from the 90s exactly he wasn't there he becomes a Sith uh, Lord I've heard about exactly. this book actually Steve Harkness yeah, like, you know, Liverpool right back exactly him yeah, he and, and the emperor that takes Harkness. him under his wing like yeah uh, no exactly he, he's read the book exactly and like the the, the him Hark the Herald Angels thing that was banned. And he's all about turning to the dark side and uh, signing for Everton. Yeah. 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 Who was the Kurtz of that film? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't have to answer right now. It was Roy Evans, okay. the uh, <laughs> okay. all right, all right, all right. 1984 Liverpool manager. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about football to interrogate any further. I'll just accept that as being the most apropos example. I'll give Anfield, Anfield a call from... See what she says. Okay. I'm surprised it didn't, I'm, I'm surprised that it was called Darth of Harkness and not Dart of Harkness. 
But um, there you go. Mm. The superfluous H at the end of dart. Oh yeah, right. but then you've got rid of the because it's not called the plot. It's not called <laughs> half a dart. It's not based it? on this. It's a separate book. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he made. That's why I'm saying that his reading comprehension is really poor. Because like, well, Darth so, doesn't sound like heart. Really. No, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Excuse, excuse me, but you're illiterate. You're illiterate. Okay, yeah, I am illiterate. Yeah, what about you, mate? What about you? Yeah, what about me? What about me? <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. What about me? I know, I understand. Funky guy life. But uh, even I am yeah. able to like to recognise that like heart, Darth of Harkness sounds less like heart of darkness than Darth of Harkness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, um, you made a, you, what, what would you, you prefer you, you made a big Fart of darkness? <laughs> also acceptable. Okay. That would also been a, a, a more acceptable than, like, Darth of Harkness. I just, I just think that you made... I'm just saying that like by by reading Darth of Harkness, you made life a bit more difficult for yourself. Well, obviously, I mean, we, this is why we haven't discussed the book. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, this may be a, I mean, this may be a new record for how little we've actually discussed the book in any episode ever. But I'm glad we're getting to it now. You you you, you can't rate this book because you read the wrong book. Well, I, I can rate it based on the Goodreads reviews and what Steve Coogan says in the Guardian. Why Steve Coogan? This literary editor. And does he like this book? I don't know. Is Steve Coogan the literary editor of The Guardian? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Fuck me. Really? Or the actual Steve Coogan? Yes. Then, yeah. I didn't know well, that. That's interesting. Norwich Radio and... Um, okay, I think he's... Editor I'm, of I'm, I'm not sure if he's being on the level here, but anyway, like... I, um, I, Basically, I, 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 all my you... ratings are just congruent wherever The Guardian says. Okay. In the same right. way that Dan so only, they... only agrees with what Mark Commode says about his yeah, films. So. Okay, so I, well, unfortunately... Like, oh, was, like... was Baby Driver good? No, it doesn't, it's not as good as Ingmar Bergman's Tessona. Oh, I'm Dan. That's pretty much what... what... Well, that's very different. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. See? True, <laughs> but what about you? What about you? What about you? So, like, you, you've got... You're, you've just given me a weasel-worded kind of, like, evasion of, like, what you think I, I, of the book. I'm quite... Like I've read Lolita by Nabokov. That has nothing to do with this. No, but it's, it's both written by people in a second language. And, and I think just Tenuous. to do... I'm learning German, though, and to be able to write books with... Yeah. With words such as... Watchfully. Yeah, that's, that's quite a complicated word. <sighs> well, okay. That's a that's a, an uncertain... <laughs> an M.A. from... Uh, Haran, because you read the wrong <laughs> did book. Not <laughs> did, Sorry, not did not finish. Did not finish. Dan, what did you think of Heart of Darkness? I think it's great. I think it's one of the the most quoted books of our time. I think it's a core to how I understand the world. Oh, okay. It has changed my view. It's like I'm now before I was not wearing glasses, and now I'm wearing glasses. Now I can only see who is the Kurtz and who's the Marlowe. It's true. You were really, really <laughs> sticking to your guns on this one. Um, just seeing the world in terms of Kurtz's and and Marlowe's. Um, that's a very limited binary way of looking at the world, though, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. In many ways, in this conversation, you are the Marlowe and I'm the Kurtz. I'm okay. the Kurtz of the Kurtz-Marlowe dynamic. Okay. All right. I don't know if this... I still don't know if I... <laughs> you're still really... I, look, hats off to you for making this... Trying to make this work. Um, I hope it... Works out sticks. But it's a thumbs up from you, yes? Yes. Okay. Two thumbs up. Two. Excellent. Um, Hamish, what did you think of this book? Shite. He hated it. Absolute shite. Completely racist, misogynistic mm, yeah. trash. Well, what, what, what it was it? Made, in Africa sound like an uncivilized shit tip. Where was it misogynistic? I never picked up on the misogyny. I saw the racism. I didn't really know where the misogyny was. Because it was written by a man who lived in a time. 
when the patriarchy was reigning. Even though, it and was, he was, li- he was even if he was a reasonably minded person of that time, he was still in a very misogynistic environment. Even though they had a queen at the time, Queen Victoria, so it's more of a matriarchy, really, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm so shy, and I think it, it, it portrays a demeaning and dehumanizing view of people from a certain part of the world. And uh, and I'll tell you, it, it just it just distorts uh, people's worldview. Having read the book, I feel like I I wasn't wearing glasses. Now I'm wearing glasses. Right. I didn't need glasses, so it's just fucked up my vision because it's the wrong prescription. I don't need fucking glasses. Well, the glasses metaphors today. Um, okay, so you but like for different different outcomes. You hate the book. Dan loves the book. Both of you need glasses now. I don't need glasses. That's oh, the okay. problem. Sorry, yeah, yeah, this is a pair of glasses. Uh. The, the, the glasses. What the fuck are you doing with these glasses? That's what the. I, I put these glasses on. Now my eyes were fine. I put the glasses on. Now I'm a fucking racist. Okay. Wow. There's a. What well, um. It's like date that they live. Should what? not have gone to spec service. Well, that's the thing. I was just thinking, like, what, like, what powery glasses? Like, like, according to your like uh, readings, you're racist. <laughs> uh. Right, um, I, 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 th- I went, I went for my eye test. They, they, they threw them on, and they were like, "What's that?" And I was like, "An N." And they were like, "What's that?" And I was like, "An I." Oh God! Oh, no, 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 and then he said, no, "What's no. the next one?" I said, "It's a G." Yeah, I see where this is going. Right, um, uh, and it only went, it got worse from there. Yeah, on, yeah, on the I, can, I can imagine. I can imagine. That is, um, I kind of feel they set you up for that though, by putting that. No, the real letters were just like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a nasty trick for a, a, a optician to play. That'd be probably know. a good sketch that someone could write. Possibly, possibly. Not me though, because I am. That'd a... be a good way for an optician to propose. <laughs> what? what by by using by, by using a no. racial letter? <laughs> 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 no, in a scene. And then we like read these letters and it'd be W-R. And it's just the N-word. It's just the N-word over and over again. And then when she's like, when you, take off, she's she's the one. when you take off the glasses, you see the optician's like on one knee with a ring. And you and as it, you don't even have a relationship between the person. This is he just does it with everybody. Um yeah, I like that. Uh, um that would be a good marriage proposal. <laughs> idea. Yeah, maybe if the opposition was black and that person just read out the N-word <laughs> to overcome yeah, everybody's gonna think that person's racist, so you have to marry a black Oh, I can't be racist. My wife is black. <laughs> and she's an optician. Jesus That's he's how it works. Huh? He's the optician. He's I mean, the optician. Oh he's the optician. Well, yeah. This is some of my best friends are black opticians. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. And I don't know, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, actually, opticians are quite racist, aren't they? Because they treat, they treat people with colour blindness to make them see colour, which is the most racist thing ever. Yeah. That's one way of looking at it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Another way of, of testing for that is just putting the N with your, <laughs> uh, your eye test machine. Um, right. Um, okay, so w- what we have here is a split decision between Dan and Hamish. Um, I, I'm going to go and give this... A light recommend, a soft recommend. Um, I think that I have problems with the book, without a doubt. Yep, there's some racist elements of it. I, I totally agree with Chinua Achebe's uh, criticism of it. And it's hard to read this book now in a post-colonial light and just think, like, yeah, this has got so much to tell us. You know, it, like we we're dealing with a completely different world, a world which kind of has vanished. 
um, Africa in many ways still remains this uh, a place which remains like a, a, a rich source of many of our resources a lot of those minerals that go into our phones for example but like um, we have kind of moved on from the days of uh, savagery and like the undiscovered parts of Africa uh, I can't help but feel that if somebody were to write a book similar to Heart of Darkness these days there would be a lot more focus given to the actual uh, native Africans or the Congolese or whatever part of Africa that you were setting it in um, in many ways I would say this book is not quite as good as another work on Africa, which I highly recommend everybody check out. I'm talking about, of course, Toto's Africa, um, which everybody should listen to. Uh, it's got everything you want from uh, f- from like any work of literature. It's so good that um, Lynx named a deodorant after it. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. Listen to Toto's Africa, whilst reading a bit of Heart of Darkness and that's basically the same sort of a... a how, did the, how did the dog record... How did Dorothy's dog record a song? So, what? Come on. Don't be silly. Don't be silly, Harold. It was obviously... It wasn't Toto from Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. That dog was long dead when the, when mm-hmm. Toto reco- recorded it. I'm talking about, obviously, the band Toto. Okay. Uh, but no, um, look, it's... Toto Hole. <laughs> yeah, Conan was a pole, wasn't he? Yeah, okay. it was a pole. I guess what, that's where I'm going from yeah. there. Sure, why not? Why not? So that's, <laughs> that, that's a um. So I would say um, not quite gr- not quite the great work. I mean, this place is a hundred and a hundred greatest books of all time. And I'm not sure if I agree with that, but it's a decent read. Um, and if you want to feel a bit better about yourself for the being progressive uh, and not racist at all uh, and not using the N word, then read this book. Or maybe visit your opticians. Like, who knows? I don't want to tell you what to do. Um, so that's uh, that was Heart of Darkness. Um, obviously, no book is perfect. Uh, we can always improve any book that we read in this show. Um, and I'm going to ask you for your like uh, on, on on your like uh, ideas to improve Heart of Darkness in the section that we call notes. No, 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 no. Um, now, let's start with Hamish. Hamish, how would you, you, you hated the book the most mm. out of everybody here. I'm sure you've got okay. some like, ideas of how to improve this book. I, I, well, I'd, I'd turn it into a love story, to be honest. I'd like to see, I'd like to see, uh, maybe a rom-com. Right. Um, with, uh, what, what's the, what's the guy's name again? Marlo, Marlo. What's the other guy's name? Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kurtz. I think no, Marlo. I think uh, yeah, Marlo. Marlo. He goes to Africa and he uh, he meets a water treatment plant. <laughs> and um, anyway, you won't believe what happens. Like I fall in love. He, go, he goes for a job. He needs a job, Marlo. <laughs> Doesn't he already have a job already? He's working for the. He, he, needs, he needs one in Africa, and um, the, the other guys that. Uh, Let's him down for a job, so he needs one. Here's another one, so it goes to a water treatment plant. They've just started developing the sewage system in Africa. Okay, all right. So it's a tale of it's a tale of love and infrastructure. Okay, all right. You are very much the Colonel Kurtz of (laughs) loving buildings, Hamish. 
And I'll be your Marlowe. That could oh, be the most romantic line in any film. I'll be your Marlowe. <laughs> You're the Colonel Kurtz of my heart. Yeah, but I think that doesn't work because Marlowe clearly thinks that Kurtz is a madman. <laughs> he deserves to die. Like, well, they fall in love. Romantic. Yeah, anyway, they fall in love, and but rather than say on Titanic, where they have the hand going on the on the window of the car with the steam, it's uh, it's just Marlowe using one of the scrubber systems to just filter out um, all the. Uh, well, the uh, really de- have... deposits on the surface of the water. That doesn't really have the same visual poetry of a hand in a steamy glass. It's because okay. you're an ignorant, funky guy. <laughs> well, yeah. I... Guilty as charged. Funky guy life, hashtag funky guy life. Um, is that it? Is that your only improvement? It's like um, making it a retooling what, part an epic, of An epic love tale. Yes, that is my improvement, son. How And, you Sunny. Call, and it could be called Hearts of Loveness. The opposite of Definitely darkness not. Lightness, really. Yeah, but it's doesn't mean anything like loveness hearts love you know hearts of loveness even that'd be even better title for that book that you've described there no it'd be called when, ha- when Harry met pumps <laughs> I thought that's changed, the name of the that's the name so of this their names now you change their names from Marlon Kurtz to Harry and pumps <laughs> but that's that's the pet name he gives to his girlfriend the water treatment plant he calls it calls, okay. it calls it pumps would you would you still have like Kurt slash pumps still die in the final act of the uh, story. Would they live happily ever, ever after? I live happily uh, ever after. Okay. Does he still? Does he still keep that line? The horror. The horror. And because we're 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 fighting the patriarchy. Yeah. Marlow, his name is uh, he's become he takes the surname. He's called uh, Marlow Pumps. Okay. All right. All right. He takes uh, even though Marlow's his surname already. So he's got a double barrel surname. What's his first name? John. It's called John Marlowe Pumps. There we go. There we go. All right. Hyphen. Yeah, I love those. Love those double barrel hyphen names. That sounds like a really sweet movie. When Harry met Pumps. Even uh, though his name's John Marlowe. When John met Pumps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I prefer when Harry met Pumps personally, but um. But yeah. Okay. All right. Point taken. Point taken. Dan. You uh, like this book? You think it's a classic? I think it's good. I do think there are other problems of racism, and I, I, I know we've talked about it being a colonial book. I noticed that none of the notes that Hamish made were had dealt with racism in any way. He was like, he was fine with the racism. He just thought it should be a, a, a love story with racism. I, I think. But I, I it's think... a black, it's a black water treatment plant. <laughs> Been painted black. Fair enough. Uh, I think it would. Be... Oh, black face. That's very racist, Sonny. You don't even realise you're doing it. That's a sign of you. The sign of the ideology you're living true, in, son. Blackface on a water treatment plant. I can't think of anything more fucked. Yeah. Christ. I think it would be a better book if it didn't deal with racism at all. Mm. And it was just Heart of Stegegness. Mm. And it was just about Northern England. Okay, okay. And the Kurtz yeah. would be a young woman called Sally Skegness. Okay, Sally And then Marlo would be uh, John Boyega. <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, I see, I can see I can see you going in for like um yeah no I don't understand. No this, like, okay. Yeah. No. Wait. Wait. What's the story here? What's the story? John Boyega. John Boyega has... comes back from filming Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, he's contacted by the government. Says so a woman in Skegness has gone mad. Okay. You've got to go and save her, and he does. Okay. How are you? Why is it? Government... She's made up. The people of Skegness love her. Okay. Okay, a couple of questions here. Like, why is the government calling John Boyega to do this? <laughs> He's the right man for the job. Okay, right. Because she loves Star Wars. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. All right. And she's worshipped as a god in Skegness. Yes. Right. Okay. That's it? That's your... Well, it's the same plot, otherwise. Yeah, but... 
And with no racism this time, because no it's in Skegness. It's in Skegness. And therefore, you, okay, all right. The least racist place. That's a, that's a really neat way to avoid racism, just setting things in Skegness. Yeah, I think uh, oranges are not the only fruit. would be better if that was set in Skegness. 12 Years a Slave would have been 12 years, probably less 12 relevant. 12 Years in Skegness. Yeah, 12 Years a Slave in Skegness would have been totally relevant. Skegness re- History X. Yeah. Skegness History X, yeah. Right, uh, I'm trying to think of other racist films now that you could have like neutered by setting in Skegness. Uh, if you set the first Star Wars Phantom Menace in Skegness, yeah, right, and even if they were doing all those like race, racist voices, it'd be slightly less racist because they're just people in Skegness. Mm, triumph of Skegness. That's a pretty yeah. That'd be yeah. Again, although if you still had clan members running around Skegness, I can't can't help but feel that might be still taken as being kind of racial. No, they wouldn't be clan members, it'd just be skegheads. Okay. That's what people from Skegness are called. Skegheads. Skegheads. Do they wear any uniform or anything? Uh, tracksuits. Okay. I don't know, I've never been to Skegness. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, alright, alright. You just think that it's like a, a post-racial utopia. Yeah, that's, quite, right. that's why it's a great place. <laughs> okay, alright. Great notes, great notes, Dan. Uh, I, I, do, I have a, I've written another film, it's sort of a, uh, another adaptation, not an adaptation, but... Um, uh, spin on Django Unchained. Mm. It's going to be called Pumps Unplugged. Okay, all right, all right. Pumps. <laughs> Shall we actually Django Unpumped? Who the f- no, it's about. It's not about Django, though, is it? I guess not. Mm. It's about pumps, isn't it? Mm. Okay, pumps and pumps. Shape, yeah. The hero of our time. She's a heroine. Right, I, well, I hope your franchise gets off the ground. It sounds like an intriguing premise. Um, Haran, I know you read the wrong yeah. book. So, so I, I do have some notes. I have some notes but on for, the other book. I have notes for Melvin Dewey, really, of the Dewey Down Decimal System. Don't oh. don't put Spoonerism books well, no, next I, to each other. Like, you yeah. know what, Harry? I was going to indulge you in this yes. and just say, like, maybe you could provide us some notes on how you would improve Darth of Harkness. But well, I mean, I wouldn't. I would have read the book, right? If Dewey Melvin Dewey got the. I mean, I tried to get out some Dickens book, and I ended up reading A Sale of Two Titties, um, which is about a. A prostitute uh, having a double mastectomy and then selling that wow. to an otaku. Okay, so you've got no fucking notes on anything whatsoever. <laughs> the sale of two titties was a good book. That's, that's a good book. That's um, not even the book that you mistakenly read. Awful book. I read that as well. Yeah, it was even worse than Honey, I Blow Everyone. <laughs> Sorry, the book Honey, I Blow Everyone. <laughs> Blue. Uh, honey, I Blew Everyone. Okay, okay. So, no, no. Isn't that your, your mum's autobiography, Jim? Oh, no. oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. okay. <laughs> just, just, just take it easy. It's kind of version of, uh, of Hard Darkness you'd write, probably uh, Men in Black Men. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that one. I've heard that one before, yeah. 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 But look, this is the first episode of 2018, fellas. First episode of 2018, I thought we'd take it easy on the insulting each other's mothers. Okay, fine. Um, Especially since you know my mother listens to this podcast. Mm. That she's made it to the end of this one. Uh, But yeah, let's let's, let's try and take it easy. Let's try and take it easy. Um, You have notes on either Heart of Darkness or Darth of Harkness. Yeah, Darth of Harkness. Good book. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it went against the kind of and this kind of imperial narrative here. Yeah, it wasn't of, racist. No, there was lots of people of color in here. There was lots of um, in here. Pardon? In the book. Oh, Darth okay. <laughs> uh, of Dar- um, Oh, sorry. Yeah, Darth okay. of Darkness. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Yeah, you were like uh, gesturing to the Heart of Darkness book. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing I would do to improve the book is, is 
add some Harkness. Well, Steve Harkness, yeah, you like right back. Steve yeah, so you'd add more Steve Harkness to Heart of Darkness. Do you feel like that improve, so then then improve every book then? Just <laughs> shite 90s footballers like Stuart Ripley and exactly, yeah. Vinny Samways. Danny Drinkwater, do you like him? Danny, he's he's not the 90s. He plays today. He's not the 90s, son. He was alive in the 90s. I like yeah, his name. I do like the names, Drinkwater, though. I do like that name, but um, he's not. You know, Only you'd change it to Drink Treated Water. Um, uh, or Danny. Well, high from brackets, Treated Water, right? <laughs> Good. I, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> again, not familiar with football, but um, okay, that was a that was a solid note. Oh, thank you. Solid yes. note, Harold. Fellas, absolute pleasure having you here with me today. Um, I've just got one last thing to to do on this show. Is like if anybody has anything they'd like to plug, here's your opportunity. Go ahead, plug away. Got nothing to plug. Nothing to plug. Nothing. Got Hamish, gift. anything to plug? Well, we've got all got gigs. I've got know. a paid middle spot in Froome if anyone wants to come Froome. to Froome. Okay. Don't, uh, I'll plug, um, um, there's a leak in the elevated storage tank uh, and that that's that needs sorting very soon. So I don't know whether we're, we're going to use, uh, use plastic or cork. What? Um, use what? Cork. Cork. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> Wow, okay. I, I, was, I was thinking to myself, that is a commitment to your job. Uh, <laughs> You'd have to well, stay there and direct for yeah. a while. Well, I mean, what uh, we, we know, I've tried before. Seven, seven off. Yeah. I thought, I, I mean, that was that was his. I thought we were getting a closure on his water polo activities that he'd been mentioned. I'm probably fine. She's gushing everywhere. It always happens. I'm not sure if I want to drink water anymore. It's, it's um, fucking squirting. So that's that's what that's the plug. That's the plug. A good solid water treatment, right? Right. Solid water. You mean ice treatment plant? <laughs> oh, thank you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Just>, uh, <laughs> oh, Karen, Karen, never change, never change. Um, Froom, Froom, Dan. You said Froom. Yes, Froom. Froom. When? When is that happening? Uh, I don't know. Sometime week after next, I think. Okay. Well, uh, Froom Middle Spot, Friday the twelfth of January. Didn't know Chris, Chris Froom ran a gig. It's a place. Good. You just you just take words and say whatever comes out of your mouth. Solid, through. It's all the, Darth, Darth of Darkness. It's all good, baby. It's all good. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure as I said before. Um, thank you for joining me today. I hope um, you come away from this a little bit less racist than you were before. Uh, that's all I can ever ho- hope for in these episodes. Uh, but until next time, uh, keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye, everyone. Bye. All ten, everything, Charles Chant, everything, San Fran, New Millennium, Minstrel on instrumentals, eating lentils with Yentl and Gentiles, textile, tactile, black child, white child, white owls, black and mild, crack vile, stat from Miles, Gina Davis, Beetle, just be.